Welcome to Declaration, where we exist to help people encounter and follow Jesus. Here at Declaration, we believe that God has a word for you and for your family, to live a life of fullness and to be faithful to Christ and His church. If you want to know more about who we are at Declaration Church, then I highly encourage you to visit declaration.org. Who loves a good lyric, loves a good melody. I don't think I've heard a more significant, profound line than that one that says, um, Long lay the world in sin and area pining until he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Amen. And that's what I want to talk just a little bit about tonight. Um, The fact that this birth that we celebrate, you know, we gather this Christmas Eve, take a little time, just set it apart, set it aside, and it marks this incredibly significant birth of an incredibly significant person. The person who would not be just any ordinary person. In fact, this person would become the answer to the longings of many generations before, but also the person that would become the answer to every generation to follow. God knew that since near the very beginning, mankind would need a source of rescue, a source of hope, a source of joy, a source of peace. That without the advent or the arrival or the birth of Jesus, there could be no real joy in the world. There could be no way of ever realizing unconditional and unmerited love. All because of the brokenness of mankind that we see early in the scripture of Genesis chapter 3. This baby now that we celebrate being born on this night would be the answer to the sin, the abandonment, the rejection, Um, The addictions, the darkness, the hopelessness, the loneliness, the brokenness. So the Bible says that it's while we were so broken and in such need that God would see our great need. And because of his great love for us, he would send Jesus for us and to us. What an incredibly powerful, peaceful, and joy-filled holy night this is. Amen. Well, welcome to church, man. Welcome. If you're joining us online, can we just welcome everyone joining us as well online? Let me ask, uh, how many kids, kids are you in the room? Any kids in the room? Who's ready? Who's excited? Yeah, thanks, Terry. Who's excited for Christmas? Any kids? Just like three of you kids. You can, I can't, I can't hear you. There you are. Now, why are you excited, anybody? Presence. I heard it loud and proud. (laughs) Presence. You know, we've been talking about presence over the past few weeks and and not just gifts presence but the presence of these gifts that God wants to pour out that God gives to us in fact our theme verse over this whole last month let me show it to you from James chapter one it's really big on the screen but it says every good thing and every perfect gift is given from the father of lights in him there is no shadow there is no turning he is forever faithful and he is a good God who gives good and perfect gifts I want us to I just want us to see this very important thing I want us to know this tonight when we leave the house all right and this is it. God is the giver of every good and perfect gift. And the most perfect gift that he ever has given is the gift of Jesus. Now, while he gives us so many gifts, the most profound, significant, amazing gift that he has given is Jesus. And I want to show you. Now, one of the most profound and powerful, iconic verses of the Bible tells us about the greatest gift of all. You know this verse. It's John chapter 3, verse 16. It's one of my favorites, but it says this, for this is how God loved the world, that he gave his one and only son, that everyone who would believe in him would not perish, but 
have everlasting life. God wants to ensure that you have this confident knowledge that you have not just eternal forever life, but also he wants you to have filled, abundant life here and now. See, Jesus is the most perfect gift that God ever gave. Now, I want to take you back to a time frame in which he was born. It was a time of darkness, despair, weariness. People were tired and worn out. The need was great and hope was low. It kind of feels a little bit like maybe some of us feel even right now. And this is exactly the way that the atmosphere was some 700 years plus prior to the birth of Jesus when the prophet Isaiah prophesied of this Messiah to come, the one who would come and bring rescue, the one who would seek to save that which was lost, the one who would come to restore and reconcile and renew and to redeem, the one that they would put their hope in, the promise to come. I want you to look at Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6. We've been singing about these things all night long. But it says this in Isaiah 9, verse 6, it says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall rest on his shoulder, and his name will be called, and I love that song that we sang, his name is going to be called Wonderful Counselor, Emmanuel, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. See, Isaiah was prophesying the greatest answer to the world's deepest longings. He was foreshadowing, if you will, prophesying the greatest gift that God would ever give in this answer to our greatest need. That to us a child would be given, a gift of God. Now it might sound a bit crazy, right? That a baby could change the world, but any moms and dads out there in the house tonight, right? You know exactly what that's like when you have that baby, that first, especially that first, you, for the very first time, your eyes meet that baby and your entire world completely changes. Am I wrong? But this, this baby is not, it's not going to just change the lives of one mom and dad. This baby would change the lives of the entire world. This baby is profoundly significant. It's the greatest gift that God would give. He would change everything. A child would be born, a son would be given, a divine, perfect, and holy gift given from God. You see, God knew that we would have this great need for restoration, for salvation, a great need that which we could never repair on our own. In John 3, 16, for God so greatly loved and so dearly prized the world, people, creation, that he even would be willing to give up his only begotten, unique son so that whoever believes in or trusts in or clings to, relies upon him, should not perish, should not come to destruction, should not be lost forever, but will receive this gift of eternal, everlasting, and abundant, filled life. Amen. And even then, God would not only meet the need of those in that time, but God would reach through space and time to us and for us. God's perfect gift of Jesus is also for us. Listen, God knew their brokenness. He knew their longings. He knew their need. And can I just submit this to us today? God knows our brokenness as well. God knows our longings and God knows our need. Maybe you're here this evening and some of these things that you've been hearing are resonating deep in your heart. Um, I know that through all of the Advent readings, it seems that every week God just uses those readings and those scripture passages and those prayers to just grip me. I find myself in moments of some of those, those, those readings and some of those prayers 
And my heart is aching for some of those very things that we're saying. And I, I don't know about you, but tonight I, I need you to know that, that God sent this perfect gift of Jesus to step into the mess of our world and breathe a miracle. And that's what God desires to do for each and every one of us tonight. He has this gift for us. And it's not just about joining a church. It's not just about joining a religion or being good and moral religious people. It's about stepping into his kingdom and coming alive in ways that you never could fully imagine before because he breathes upon you and he breathes in you. And that's the gift that God wants you to receive tonight. God's perfect gift of Jesus is also for you. And God knows that our sickness God knows that our sin and our disobedience and our rebellion, God knows that in moments of pandemics and plagues, right? God knows that in seasons of hard bipartisan political just fallout, God knows that in all of our pain, because of our idolatry, because of our offense, because of our adulteries, because of our addictions, because of our anger, God knows, he sees, he sees into the lost, into the lonely. He sees those who are just gripped in the grief of loss. God knows that we would need salvation and that we would need a savior. So he sent Jesus for us as the greatest gift, as the greatest gift. If you will, I would love for you to close your eyes with me. And I just wanna, I want you to know this. I want you to know this evening more than anything that you don't have to present yourself in some way. You don't have to try to clean yourself up in some way. You don't have to try to fix things in some way. You know, it's like straightening the house so the housekeepers can come. You know what I'm talking about? Come on, somebody. You don't have to do that when it comes to God. Because he sees you where you are and he loves you where you are. And he says, you know what? That's my job. And not only did I send my son who was fully, fully, alive. Not only did he send his son fully alive that he would die, but he sent his son fully alive that he would die so that in our death we could now fully live. And so this evening, right where you are, I would believe that God would have you hear this invitation to receive the greatest gift ever, and that is Jesus. See, God says, that he clearly proves his love for you and the fact that while you were still a sinner, while you were still deep in your mess, he sent Jesus for you. It was an incredibly holy, quiet night. God had been seemingly silent for 400 years. The people were longing there were no more prophets prophesying. The people were waiting, just existing. The stories had been passed down from generation to generation. So people had heard about it. And you know what? Listen, maybe you're just like that. Maybe you feel like, God, do you even exist? You seem completely silent. I pray to you and it feels like my prayers bounce off the ceiling. I've been waiting I've heard of your stories. Those things have been passed down. They're part of our culture now. See, we're not much like, I mean, we're, we're not much different than they were back then. And then God began speaking. He spoke to Zechariah. He spoke to Mary. And my prayer right now is that God will begin speaking right now to you. That maybe your heart would begin to beat fast because... 
you sense his nearness you sense his presence in fact we just pray right now Holy Spirit would you just fall upon the room and may the present of his presence of peace and may the present of his presence of hope and may the present of his presence of joy and may the present of his presence of love grip your heart right now in this moment it's not about church or religion it's about life it's about a God who would be willing to step into your mess and breathe a miracle he's got plans and purpose for you if you're here this evening or joining us online and you would say you know what I I need that gift I want to receive that gift it's a free gift God is saying I want you at my table I want you in my house I've got an invitation for you all you have to do is RSVP if you're here this evening and you're saying I want to receive that gift with your eyes closed maybe you would pray this out loud or just in your heart of hearts but you would just say Jesus thank you thank you for life Father thank you for sending Jesus for me I want to receive the gift of life tonight the greatest gift of all eternal life forever life abundant life full life I want to receive peace and joy and hope I want to know love. Would you give me these things, Jesus, I pray. Would you empty me of all my past, all my hurt, all my regret, all my shame, all my trauma, all my pain. And would you fill me with these things, hope. Fill me with joy. Fill me with life. Fill me with love. Fill me with your spirit, I pray. I want your gift, God. And I pray this in your name. Listen, if you've prayed that prayer tonight, I'd love to know who I'm celebrating with and who I'm going to be praying for over these next few weeks. Would you just slip a hand up if you prayed that prayer so I can see you right where you are? Thank you. I see you. Thank you. Anybody else? Thank you. Keep that hand up just for a minute as I'm looking around. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's incredible. Praise God. It's the greatest gift you'll ever receive. It's the greatest gift, the assurance of knowing that you have life in Jesus. I'm going to ask you to take another step. On your chair when you came in, there was this Connect card, really pretty looking Christmas card, but it's got a place where you can tear it apart there. Would you fill that out and let me know, hey, I've committed my life to Christ. Over the next few weeks, no hassle. I just want to reach out and encourage you. I want to thank you for being here, but also ask how we can encourage you and pray with you and for you. So if you would do that, you can leave that right in the chair after you fill it out. That's completely okay. We'll get that. But I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for taking time out to come and celebrate the greatest gift that we could ever receive, Jesus. Amen? Church, can we just clap and shout and thank God? Give him your best for a minute. You know, we sing this song. We sing this song, Oh, Come All You Faithful. You know the song. 
But there's a different version that I want us to think about tonight, and it's called, Oh, Come All Ye Unfaithful. (laughs) Sounds super encouraging, right? But here's what I want us to do, just for the next few minutes that we have before we light candles together. I just want us to give us a moment just to respond to the Lord. So I'm going to invite our prayer team, if they're here, elder families or staff, just to be available kind of up front on the sides. If you need prayer as we sing this song before we light candles together, I want to invite you to respond. We just want to encourage you this evening. And a part of the season that we're in right now is to just stop and pause and remember, wait upon the Lord, take time with Him. So let's take a little bit of time as we can celebrate that God would be willing to step into the mess of our world and breathe a miracle. Amen. Would you stand with me as we sing and receive? Thank you so much for joining us today. Maybe today you need to take the next step in your faith, whether that be giving your life to Christ or maybe you would like prayer and need to be contacted by one of our pastors. In the podcast description, you will find a link to our website and a link to an online connection card. And if you feel led, there will also be a link there where you can give directly to the ministries of Declaration Online. We would love to hear from you. God bless you and have a wonderful week.